The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, mister! I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. They broadcast me out on the radio. It's Manson Mitchell on the weekend with Gary Manson, Suzanne Mitchell. A double shot of good conversation with great guests to power up your day. Manson Mitchell, you're on the air. Thank you, Eric Kramer. Hi, everybody. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. Together, we are Mance and Mitchell in your ears for the hour, if our luck holds up. And of course, we stay on the right side of he who prefers to be known simply as the dude. dude. That would be Michael Roberge. Mike, how are you today? Doing well. And yourself? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Uh, all things considered, I got a little bit of shocking news just going over the uh, online news reports. I, found, I thought I would hear it on uh, NBC Radio News, but I did not. I have to note the passing of someone I admired a great deal, and I certainly followed his career over the decades. Orson Bean has died. He died at age 91, and you think, well, he lived a long life. Well, you know what? It would have been longer, but he was struck by not one, but two cars while crossing the street in Venice, California last night on his way to a little theater there in Venice where his wife was inside waiting for him for a production to be underway. Crossing the street, he was clipped by one car. And according to the report I read in an online newspaper, a second car came along. Passersby were waving and they were trying to communicate to him to stop there. He misunderstood, kept going, and he ran over Mr. Bean. Dead at 91 years of age, and I will always remember the wonderful letter he sent me because I was certainly the type to write fan letters back in the day. And he answered my fan letter most graciously. I appreciated him and I wanted him to know about it. And he told me how he would write to people in the industry whom he appreciated. And notable among those names was Lily Tomlin. He really thought she was terrific. And it was just, it was a handwritten letter. And I just thought it was so good of him to do that. He's always held a special place in my heart and mind. And I'm sorry that he's gone and particularly under those dreadful circumstances. I'll never forget Orson Bean for his writing. Uh, Too much is not enough. That's a book that it's autobiographical. Too much is not enough. Everybody should read that book. It's a thin volume. But if you want to be your own person, and he's certainly qualified in that category, read that book. Here's a guy who lived. It was unreal. And I can remember him being on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. I can certainly remember many appearances with somebody who definitely respected him a great deal, Merv Griffin. And those esteemed gentlemen would have Orson Bean on their show, and they would give him license to tell his stories. He had such a life going. He was a great raconteur, and his stories were fascinating. And so I'm going to miss all of that. He also was a staple of many game shows people will remember from the 60s and 70s. Orson Bean, gone at 91, but definitely not forgotten. And with that sad note, I will pivot to today's festivities we are having the wonderful Jody Levon on with us. Let me take a quick check with uh, Mike Roberge, weather-wise. 
it's weird with all this weather around the country. Some people, it's a little warmer than usual, and uh, we've had a cold snap here in Florida. What's up for Seattle in the next few days? Well, we're drying out. We've had some uh, very rainy conditions, and rivers are swollen. People were evacuated. Uh, you know, just all the really, you know, it, what, do they call, what do they call that? Just a real dumper. That's uh, that's what it was. We've had three or four days of that, but uh, now. Got a little bit of clearing. I think we're going to have a couple of days of nice weather so we can dry out uh, before the next storm system moves in. Uh, we're, we're survivors. We know how to deal with the rain. That's right. Yes, absolutely. In Alaska, if you get through one winter, they call you a sourdough. Maybe you're a soggy sourdough when you get through a Seattle winter. I uh, made my way through over 20 of them. Mike, we stopped counting in your case. You're Seattle all the way. <laughs> Been here for so, a while. Know, know how it works. That's right. no, I know how to thank, get around. Thank you for that update. We have Jody Levon on the air with us. She is one of our absolute top tier most popular guest. I stopped counting how many times she has visited our programs. And I forgot to look it up, so I'll have to it's tell you later. It's over 20. She's in the golden circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jodie Levon, the happy medium, has been a corporate psychic and intuitive coach for over three decades and is the author of the Happy Medium book series. She's the resident psychic on a popular television show airing on ABC in Minnesota, Twin Cities Live. Her unique approach to her work appeals to a mainstream audience as well as the more metaphysically inclined. She enjoys coaching empathic and intuitive people who wish to harness their abilities and use them to joyfully move through life. Check out her website, theintuitivecoach.com, for links to free in intuition-enhancing downloads, online events, and more. And we are very pleased to have one of our dear friends with us, who we've actually met in person, Jody Levon. Hello, Jody. Hello. It's so fun to be on the show. My husband was asking today how many times I've been on, and I said the same thing, over 20, and it's such a joy. You guys were the first to ever book me. So when the when my first book came out, The Happy Medium Awakening to Your Natural Intuition, I think Gary, you reached out via email and I was I walked around the house going, I'm gonna be on the radio. I'm gonna be on the radio. I'm gonna be on the radio. It was so fun and it continues to be that much fun and more. Thank okay, I, I have the stats here. Your first time on air on with us was in August of 2009, although I think you knew Gary before our show started. And this will be today your 22nd visit. 22nd, that's awesome. And I love being in a, in a gold circle. I mean, I don't know that I've ever been in a gold circle. I, I really am happy about that, feels good. Oh, you're in our gold circle for sure. Yes, yes. And Jody, I wanna say even in death, Orson Bean continues to entertain because I have to bring up to you something that I have noticed throughout most of my life. Would you believe, I sound like Maxwell Smart, would you believe that within the past week, I wondered to myself in an idle moment, if Orson Bean was still alive, I wondered, uh, is he, he would be way up there. Is he still alive or is he going to pass soon? And I just let go of that thought, but he was on my mind. Days later, this terrible accident happened, and he was killed, as I described at the start of the broadcast, at age 91 while his wife was waiting for him inside a theater in Venice. His wife, by the way, being uh, 
her uh, Allie Mills was her name. Allie Mills, who many will remember as the lady who played the mother in the Wonder Years. Let me jump in here, Jody. This is not the first time this has happened with Gary. There have been many, many times where he says, I wonder whatever happened to, or I wonder what so-and-so is doing, usually a celebrity. And then we find out within 24, 48 hours that they have just passed. Now, is this some type of an intuition? No question. It's That's Gary's language of intuition. That's how his reaches him, not in a way that would scare him, just in a way that kind of drops down inside of him. I wonder what, I wonder if. And that's, the, that's his intuition, absolutely. And it doesn't mean that every time he wonders about somebody, so remember this, Gary, that it means they're going to cross over. It just means you're picking up on the waves, the airway, in the airwaves what's going on. And what's going on is he was getting ready to cross over. So people who really care about him and are insightful might have consciously, in your case, or unconsciously been getting ready for that crossing. And I would bet his wife might say these things happened beforehand. Now, in hindsight, I understand it. Now, the other thing I want to say is I'm very sorry about his crossing, and it sounds, I mean, literally crossing in a crosswalk. It sounds terrible. I have to say the flip side of if he's got to go, that's a get-it-done kind of go, and his wife didn't have to watch it. So I tend to try to look at things, be sad about what's sad, but try to look at things also from a little bit of a flip side to keep me from tumbling down, because I do have a tendency to tumble down. So when I am mourning something, I try to see something. I also try to see some of the light in it. Does that make sense? Oh, it definitely does. In fact, one thing you said to me, of course, many things have stuck with me if they come from Jody Levon. But one thing in particular, you said to me, oh, gosh, it would have been seven or eight years ago at least. I had a similar experience with a high school buddy of mine whose mother passed, and as I was anticipating sending him Facebook greetings for his birthday, a few days in advance, knowing that I was going to do this, inexplicably, his mother's face, the image of his mother's face kept hovering before me, you know, on that on that invisible screen of space. And I'm going, why am I thinking of his mother, Norma? What? I'm going to say happy birthday to Craig, and I keep thinking of his mother, Norma. She's who I'm thinking about. What's that about? And what do you know? In the early hours, as I recall, of his birthday, his mother, Norma, passed away. And I read that. People on Facebook writing him, please have a happy birthday anyway. We're so sorry to hear about your mother. We know she's in a better place, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought, now, come on. I take the metaphysical view of life, but how can that be? And I ran that by you. And you said something I will never forget. You said, when we know someone, if we are close to them, when they pass, the gong rings loudly. Wow, that was very poetic of me. I thought so. (laughs) So, you know, I'm a channeler, so things come through me, and I don't remember it. When I write, I'm like, I'm literally so open, stuff comes out on the page, and when I read it, I go, wow, that's really cool. I can't take full credit for that. I can just say that I'm a conduit. So I like that. I like that I said that to you. I like that it stuck with you. I feel like when we, when we feel empowered, our life is so much better. It's so much more fluid, and we, good, we can draw good things to us, because yucky things are going to happen. That's just this planet. But if we can 
mourn it, and then flip it around so we can see some light in it. We just live on a higher zone, and I prefer to live on that higher zone. You know, it's more exciting. It's more rewarding, even if it is frequently eerie, Jody. But I feel like this is all a great argument that no rational empirical scientist will accept. And that's okay. They live in their world. I live in mine. Sometimes I borrow from their world because I think the left side of the brain can do us a great deal of good. We don't want to be a crack brain. I'd rather be whole brain, as I like to say. <laughs> but rationalists would not accept this. But I see this kind of incident and so many others that I've had like it as a strong argument for the case that consciousness uses the thinking organism, in our case, the human brain. Consciousness, capital C consciousness, uses brains and, and rather than the obverse, which is we have this biochemical activity. When the body dies, that ceases and consciousness is no more. I'm with those who believe that consciousness, with a sense of personal identity, no less, returns to the source, goes home in a way. Absolutely. We're all from that source. A part of us is still with that source, even when we're here. And when our body dies, we go fully up to that source again. There's no question. And we can always beam our connection. We can always feel that connection. That's that high-flying vibe where we get these amazing insights even more consciously. That's what you were, your insights were coming to you when you saw these things on the screen in your head. If we are connected to the fact that we are all part of source, it elevates our consciousness, and that's when we are more insightful and we can act on things with our intuition right next to us, and we tend to make better choices, more informed choices. And people that say there's no such thing as intuition crack me up because I see them using it all the time. And that's all right. It's not even worth the energy of having an argument. But when you get that knowing feeling and you act on it, wow, is that not empowering? Or when you meet somebody and you have such a good feeling about them and so you make an effort to get to know them and they turn out to be one of the best friends of your life or maybe one of the best loves of your life, or how about you didn't really want a dog, but this just happened, somebody brought a dog to you and said that we need somebody to take care of this dog, we found it, we're looking for a home, and you fall in love with the dog and the dog ends up being one of your best friends. There's no such thing as an accident. Serendipity is our best friend. Our intuition is our best friend. When we partner with it, I think our lives are just much better. That's why I talk about it. That's why I'm on TV about it. That's why I'm talking to you. I feel like we have more fun and we are more connected to that source if we acknowledge that beautiful connection that we beam up and we get energy back down from that source or universe, whatever you want to call it. I love the way I like to call that uplink, downlink. And it makes That's for really a more com it, it makes for a more complete experience as well, Jody. Because you know Gary talks about not being cracked brain, using both left and right. You want to be logical and analytical and think things through, and you don't want to be only using half of what your capabilities are. And everybody has that intuitive ability. Our culture really. Um, our culture thrives and and really um, celebrates being an analytical person more so than an intuitive person. But in in doing that, it it makes us a little bit off balance. And I think well, it's people about control. become it's analyzing people, and control. 
right? Right. But if, if you can use both halves, if you can really analyze something and at the same time allow your intuition to also play into it, then it seems to me that you get that balance, a left foot and a right foot, a left brain and a right brain, a left hand and a right hand. You really want both halves working and, and now, not one to the exclusion of the other, but how can they best work together? So this is what that I love that. So it is about balance. It's always about finding that balance. And you literally have to learn how to know what your head is thinking, feel what your heart is feeling, and know what your intuition is. That's what that whole trust your gut, follow your heart, and use your head thing is. If you can engage all three of those, you can move forward in a far more balanced way. If you are just engaging your head, it would be like somebody who works out and they only work out their left side. So their left right. side is really puffy from lifting weights, but not their right side. You want that balance. So you want to use your head, know what your heart is saying, and use your intuition and not poo-poo any of them. They are all worthy of notice. I can remember when I was a little girl before there was air conditioning consistently in every car, I would often meet, especially men who had their left arm suntanned and their right arm white because yep. they had their left arm hanging out the window when they were driving with the window open because there wasn't any air conditioning. And I always thought that looked so funny to have arms two different colors. But that's, that's funny. when it's that's right. I mean, that's how off balance we can be if 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 one thing is being worked and the other thing isn't being worked. Right. It is about balance. I mean, I feel like life is about finding that balance. And when I was a kid and nobody was talking about intuition and it was sort of one of those things you absolutely do not even discuss. I remember thinking that was funny because there was so much there was so much truth in intuition. There was so much truth in trusting your gut. There was so much beauty in it. But I did meet people who only trusted their gut. And some of them thought they could fly <laughs> and they couldn't. So you have to you have to know how to use all of it together. Blend all of it together. Because we're here to have joy in our life and we're here to learn. And intellectual learning is amazing. I mean, growing your intellect is a beautiful thing to do. It's a wonderful thing to do. And so is understanding things metaphysically speaking. And so is exercise. How can you choose which one is better? You need them all. Uh, yes. I like the way you say learn and enjoy, that there is a, a joy about being here because I think for a lot of people, it doesn't seem all that joyful. We know about the challenges, the challenges, the issues, the health issues, the money issues, the relationship issues, all of that stuff is on the learning side, but we need to also make sure in balancing our lives that we are paying attention to the joyful side. I, I do a lot of that when I uh, do a, a nightly gratitude journal, one quick page before I go to sleep at night, and I just review the day for what I'm grateful for, and that gives me the balance that I need because life is going to dish up plenty of lessons. That's why we're here. You know, we came here to to progress, to grow our souls, to learn the things that we need to learn about all the various aspects of living, but also 
enjoy part of it. You know, what is it that brings you joy during the day? A, a particular telephone call, something you ate that was absolutely delicious, you know, something that occurred, an unexpected money, uh, uh, something that, that brings you joy. You have to be able to acknowledge all that stuff to, to achieve that balance of learning and joy. So I'm, I like that you said that. Oh, joy is it. You know, when you're happy, you're more intuitive. If anybody wants to know how to become more intuitive, be happy. Do things that bring you joy, just like you do at night when you read things that, or you write things that make you feel good. You can read things that make you feel good. Read things that make you feel good first thing in the morning. Get yourself in that joyful, happy place no matter where you are, and better things come to you. You're more intuitive. I honestly believe the reason we're here is to have joy, because as a soul, we enjoy growing. So that brings us joy. So if you focus on the fact that you're supposed to look for things that make you feel good, it's not selfish to do that. Because when you feel good, you're more present for everybody else, too. So if you want to be more insightful, do things that make you happy. And then pay attention to your language of intuition, which is just think of an elevator. As an elevator rises up, you go to a different floor. That's your consciousness rising up. But a knowing feeling is intuition. And all of a sudden, just getting something is intuition. Having something serendipitous in your face constantly, that's your intuition talking to you. Notice these little teeny things, and they will get bigger. You will be more insightful, and you will enjoy your life more. There is no magic potion for intuition. You already have it in you. It's you. It's for you. Be joyful, and there it is. I want to use this pause to tell our listeners, yes, it is your lucky day, for some of you anyway, because I checked in with Jody last night and she said, sure, she'll take some calls for messages. Now, if you've listened to this program for very long at all, you know that Jody Levon is an exceptionally good medium. She also is exceptionally popular. I like to tease her about going to the Mall of America where she has to ask herself if she's gonna go there without putting her shield up because She'll have spirits around her. Oh, there's someone. Oh, there's my wife. Oh, there's my cousin. Oh, there's my <laughs> son or daughter. And she kind of has to say, you know, I'm not open for business right now, gang. She's the ghost whisperer at Mall of America or any supermarket in the <laughs> Twin Cities area, pretty much. And <laughs> that would be kind of a fun thing to be able to have that experience in life. Although it's not that it can't get inconvenient now and again, because I'm sure some people are pretty persistent. With all that said, Suzanne is going to give out a couple of phone numbers. I have another question. We'll go to a break. And when we come back, second half of the show, we are going to open the phone line so that you can take a chance. Go ahead and hit those dial buttons and see if you can be patched through to Jody Levon, who will provide you quite possibly with a connection to the other side. She's pretty good at it. And so let's talk a little bit more about that. And on the other side of the break, certainly, you can start dialing now by using one of two numbers. Suzanne, what are those numbers? From anywhere, you can call area code 425-373-5527. Let me repeat that. 425-373-5527. And if you're in Western Washington, additionally, there is a toll-free number at 1-888-298-5569. 
Thank you very much, Suzanne. One question to take up because it is biographical about Jody. I always find this anecdote quite fascinating. It's been a while since I brought it up on air. And then we'll take our break. Those of you who want to start dialing, start dialing, and we'll see how many calls we can take. And thank you, Jody, for making your time available for that very high purpose. People get excited when you come on our show. I wanted to ask, oh, yes, well, it's just a great time. Those loved ones that are on the other side make their presence known through whatever channel is available to them. They must be very alert over there. I, I, when you cross over, I don't see it as like some big coma waiting for a last judgment, anything but. They are fully alive on the other side and maybe with a different kind of body. I don't know. At any rate, here's Jody Levon riding in a car, is how I think the story goes, with her mom. You're a teenager at the time. You have the, the bud of your ability already working. It's growing within you. I would love it if you would tell the story about driving past the cemetery where, as I recall, your aunt was buried and you started giggling. Something funny was being communicated to you from your relative and your mother must have been wondering, what in the world are you giggling about? Oh, my God, I can't even remember that story because there are so many of them, but I can tell you one that's very similar. My grandfather, and I think this might be kind of king into it, used to take his nine, he had nine grandchildren. He used to take us out to eat at Perkins for lunch, piling us in his little uh, convert, his Buick, I think, at the time. And then, this is before seatbelts were a law. That tells you how old I am. And then we'd go to the cemetery, and we'd put flowers on graves, and we'd take leaves or, or weeds out of the graveyard. And I would, my cousins and I would run around the cemetery, and I would be talking to dead people. So I may have been talking to my mom about that, or we might have been driving by the cemetery and I might have started talking about one of her favorite aunts, Shirley. But they would talk to me just like we're having a conversation. I would just talk to spirits, and I didn't know other people weren't doing it. I thought everybody had a relationship with a bunch of these people that you couldn't see. And and I think there are a lot of people out there that have similarities in their childhood where they would feel spirits or they would feel someone in the room and they would just talk to them. And it's not until we get older where people say there's nobody here, there's no such thing as ghosts, and then we start denying it ourselves. But as we get older and we listen to shows like this, we start to realize, wait a minute, this really does exist, and they can reach us through love. So only loving spirits can reach me now. Now, but nothing negative can reach me now. I have such good boundaries, and I don't call dead people to me. If they're around, I'm really, really good at picking up on them, but they, it's, I don't call them. And if so, somebody says, is my mom here, I guarantee you I won't be able to pick up on mom because even if somebody had a poster it, holding it up to me, somebody in spirit said, hey, I'm the mom, I wouldn't believe it because I'm such a people pleaser. I would think I was just trying to please that client that wants to talk to their mom. So that's what's kind of interesting about this. I feel the spirit energy. It's right there. And I have to relate to what that spirit energy is. So if it feels like a mom, that might be that I feel my mom's energy. But I don't call them to me. But the thing is, they do know that you're going to be listening to a show where there's a medium, that you might be calling into a show where there's a medium, and they actually help make that happen. I know that was a big, giant answer to your question. No, thank you, Jody. That is fine. And I do want to give our listeners encouragement because Jody Levon is availing of her time and her talent for your sake. And we're only too happy to provide the space for that today. Once again, the number is 425-373-5527. That's from anywhere. 
toll free in Western Washington, 1-888-298-5569. When you hear somebody drop off after their call, that means the line is open. Jump in if you can. We are Manson Mitchell. Our special guest of this hour is psychic medium and wonderful author and teacher Jody Levon. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. This is AM 1150. Glad you're with us. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Staying connected with Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell is easy. Just go to manceandmitchell.com for the latest info on topics and guests. Friend Gary Mance and Suzanne Mitchell on their Facebook pages and like the Mance and Mitchell show page at facebook.com slash Mitchell. If you're on Twitter, share a follow with Gary and Suzanne at Mance Mitchell. Join Gary and Suzanne Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for an unusual show that covers everything from personal growth to the paranormal. Here's an amazing act. Here's a tremendous act. Here's a startling act. The amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful, world-famed, most unusual novelty act. The home of the A-Team of Alternative Talk is ManceAndMitchell.com. Heard right here on Alternative Talk 1150 AM or streaming live from your computer anywhere. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound, chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle. Simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcome Adam Sheck on Valentine's Day with the male point of view on relationships. On Saturday, Catherine Alice, author of Love Will Find You, Nine Magnets to Bring You and Your Soulmate Together, rounds out the love weekend. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Easy on the ears, good for the soul. Alternative Talk 1150. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back to Manson Mitchell and our very special guest this hour, her 22nd visit with us. We've been on the air 
13 years uh, this March, and this is her 22nd time, so she's been on more than once a year. Jody Levon, the happy medium, the psychic medium. She is taking calls, and we'll do our best to get to everybody on the lines. The lines are full right now. The first call is from Mary from Buckley, Washington. Mary, say hello to Jody Levon. Hello. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you? Do you have a good? Do you have a question for me? Um, well, I've had my mom and dad, best friend, are all on the other side, and I mean, a lot of people. And just wondering, if there's any messages from any of them? So when you right when they said Mary, I got the best feeling because I feel like you are an inspiration to people. You are you can be incredibly upbeat when you need to be alone. You're good at reducing. Sometimes you get a little blue if you're alone too long. But you're very good at helping reduce other people. And I feel like you are in dialogue with your friend and your parents quite often. That you think about them, you think things in your head, you might even talk out loud to them. You might see something, if you have a cat, you might see a cat respond or some energy around you. That you are a very perceptive person and you already know that. Do you understand that? Does this make sense to you? I do, but I never hear anything from them. I mean, I talk to them a lot, but I never get anything. Well, see, now here's, that's a great thing to say, because you do, you just aren't aware that it's from them. If all of a sudden you think of them out of the blue and you feel really warm, they're giving you a hug. Those in spirit reach us in lots of different ways. It's not just leaving us dimes or pennies. It's us driving in our car and all of a sudden looking ahead of us and the license plate ahead of us is their initials. We giggle. We think that's a funny coincidence, but we don't say anything. We get into the elevator to go somewhere, and the music that's playing <clears throat> excuse me, is music that your parents, one of your parents, loved. Maybe not in that form, but they loved that song. That was one of their favorite songs. You go get the mail, and you get something that has right on the cover something about that favorite song. So when you see these repetitive things that are really small, that's their way of getting a hold of you. Sometimes you might feel like you spoke to them in your sleep. I'm sure they come to you, and I know for sure I can feel it, that they come to you when you're dreaming. You're not always aware that you're dreaming about them, but they're there. You, if you look for something that says, hi, this is a sign from your parents, you won't see it. But when you're open to it, when you're open to the different things that can happen, and you don't judge any of it, you will start to see it. You will absolutely start to see it. They're around you. I can feel them around you for sure. I can feel your mother's loving energy. I can feel analytical energy around you, which might have been your father. or Maybe it was your friend, but very analytical. They're around you all the time. And they're part of what makes you sparkle because you can still feel it, even if it's just unconsciously. Keep talking to them. Ask them. Say, could you send me a sign? Could you send me a sign, come to me in my sleep, or could you send me a sign? And lo and behold, the next day, one of your other friends that you were really close to growing up calls you to say, I had a dream about your best friend last night. That is a sign. I get it. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Keep your sparkling Thank energy you. going. Thanks, Mary. Okay. Thank you, Mary. Very Bye-bye. upbeat lady. Very good. Very good. Interesting, too. Yes. How, how so, that now, happens. All the people that are listening needed to hear that. So if you're listening yes. right now, that was a question you probably had also. So that's what I love about doing this is because even though it sounds like we're answering a question for one person, we're answering a question for everyone. Okay. We have Denise calling from Renton, Washington. Denise, say hello to Jody Levon. And if you have a question for her, now's the time to ask. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I'm very intuitive. I'm trying to figure out what to do with my gifts 
And in the meantime, I'm super hyper. Like since January 1st, I've been super hyper. So what's making me so hyper? Is it to do with my gifts or, or what do you think? What do you see? So I'm not an astrologist, but I can tell you that part of that hyperness is what's going on astrologically. January especially was a pretty heavy, big year. Um, that's what one of my friends who is an astrologist talks about it. Carrie Samuel says uh, that it wasn't January a big year. <laughs> It is an energetic thing. You're very plugged in energetically, but what happens for you is you start to do this weird criticism thing of yourself, and you shut your intuition down. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. You start to think that it's got to be a certain way or it's supposed to be a certain thing, and so that flow that is coming so naturally to you that's building up, which is part of why you feel like you're, you're about to be in a race, but they're not letting you out the doors yet is because you want to make sure that your intuition has a time to just slow out. So what I would recommend for you is sitting down, doing a prayer that makes you feel good about yourself, fill yourself with light, and then write down anything that comes to you. Just let yourself write it down, write it down, write it down. You can read it if you want, and you don't even have to, because you're then getting yourself open to being a channel at your control. So you let it flow, you let it flow, you let it flow, and then you're going to start to understand how you open it up and how you shut it down, which is good for you because that's what's happening is you're getting a little bit plugged because you are insightful, but you're also very, very intelligent. So you have to learn, like we were talking earlier in the show, how you help them blend. And how you do that is by being more conscious. Excuse me, a little frog in my throat happens when I read. Is You be more conscious of when you're open and when you're kind of closing it down so you can let your intellect take over. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I mean, things come to me all the time, and I'm, I'm actually trying to help people that I'm around. I use um, surrender cards, but I'm I'm trying to, I'm not sure I should be um, helping them unless they ask me for it. So I'm confused about right. what to do there. Right. Exactly right, until they ask you. Because people can't use the information psychically. They can't use that information if they're not asking for it. And I have to tell you, I've been doing readings for over 30 years. They don't even always use it when when you they ask you for it because it can be so much so if they're ready to hear it they'll tell you otherwise telling them actually does a disservice so i would wait for them to tell you and i do feel like you're going to get good enough at this that people will come to you for it do you have um do you get kind of a tummy ache do you ever associate some of that intuition some of that force with the tummy ache because when i'm talking to you i feel like there's like a buildup in my tummy and so that just tells me that you need more of that release and that's why that writing would really help you. It's called automatic writing. Yeah, I'm getting information all the time, and it's just so frustrating because when I'm around other people, it's like I know I have to keep it in, and it's really hard. So I Well, you know, I, I write a lot about this because I, I totally get what you mean. It's like bombards you. That's what Gary was talking about, like when I go to the Mall of America and spirits are talking to me or people's feelings are talking to me. But if somebody doesn't ask you, it's not your business to say, and just because you pick it up doesn't mean it's yours. So that's just like the, the radio waves going, and your radio is picking up all these different channels. You want to zoom in on a channel that you can live with that makes you feel peaceful, but just because you pick up intuitive things doesn't mean it's yours. Wait for people to ask. So the best thing that you can do is fill yourself up with light, bless the information that's around, and say, that's not for me right now. And, and just keep moving through it, because otherwise you're going to get really drained. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Denise. Denise. 
Very good. Very good. Well, it, Gary's always pleased when a man calls in. Wait a second. We're talking Y chromosome. Y, y chromosome. Oh, my goodness. Our next caller is David from Seattle. David, please say hello to Jody Levon. Do you have a question for her? Hi, Jody. Um, it's good to hear you. So, Gary, um, another well, male. Well, you're Virgo mediumistic. Here. I feel that. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Not only a male, but so, a Virgo. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jody, have at it. In. But anyway, anyway, I, I've, I've had, I've had, I've seen, I've, um, um, you see seen a lot of things. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, um, communication, a little bit of communication from people who've passed on. Um, yeah, you're getting more than a little bit of communication, hon. You're getting a yeah. lot and you always have, <laughs> yes, you're just more yes, aware you're, of it. You're right. You, you, you nailed it. <laughs> Right. So here's what can help you. I, I want to spit it out because it's not mine and here it is. Otherwise, I'll forget it. So imagine, imagine that there's this beautiful tube, plastic tubes, we'll say, but non-plastic. They look like plastic, but they're made of crystal. That information can come back and forth, back and forth from that beautiful source, right? And let's okay. say there's, okay. you have three. Two of yours are clogged. So what you yeah, want to do... Okay. You want to imagine that there's crystal energy, liquid crystal energy, clearing those tubes, and that you're putting something in them that only the lightest, brightest information can come to you. Only spirits that are light can come to you, and only information that is light can come to mm -hmm. you. And you want to be able to turn it down so you don't feel it all of the time. Because what happens for you is not only are you picking up on spirit energy, you're being drained. You're very yeah. empathic, and so when you go in public, you get really drained. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Right. So you want to mind your own energy. So you want to, when, before you leave your house, put shoes on that you really like and wiggle your toes. Make sure, and then look at the clothes that you're wearing. Go right up and down your body so you acknowledge what you're wearing. Imagine that there's this beautiful white light surrounding you in like an egg-shaped form and, and no energy really can get through that except for love and that's only if you say yes so when you're out and about you're not picking you're not spongy you're not picking up what everybody else is feeling because it's none of your business anyway you can't help them it's none of your business mind your own energy you're going to feel way more energized way 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 more energized and Please check back in with me via an email. Just go to my website, just Google Jody Levon, and it'll it'll come up. And let me know how this works Could for you, you because. For me, please? Pardon me. Uh, Jody Levon is J O D I L I V is in Victor O N. Jody Levon. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're. It's going just... to help you a lot because you're ready for this, and I can feel that you're en you're going to be way more energized. And you'll understand when you're picking up messages from the other side. It'll be much more clear to you. Because I because it's been it's been the the clog things. I think you, you, you know where where you're at. I I know you're where you're at. There has been has been making me just turn it off. I'll just I'll just right. See the you know, the thing is it. with intuition, especially when you're as insightful as you and mediumistic. It's not that you can completely turn it off, but you can turn it down in a way that it isn't draining to you. So that's you can what actually. Been, that's yeah, what I've that's been trying to do. Turn, turn it down. It's, it's, it's right. because I. You know, okay. Yeah. 
You can absolutely turn it down. It's so relate to how you feel. I really do. I hope you can understand that. I really relate to it. You can turn it down and you can reduce yourself by being in nature. You literally can reduce yourself by being around people that you love or thinking about people that you love and touching crystals and touching stones. There are ways to reduce yourself. And if you when you go to my website, this thing called tools and techniques. I've noticed with crystals and and um, right. Right. Like if, you, if you hook up with this tools and techniques, there are things that you that will be given to you, like will be downloaded to you, that will help you with that. I'm not trying to be self-promotional. There are amazing people that write books about it's this, okay. too. You can promote. You can promote. You can do a little promoting. Uh, we will. I'm doing a little, I'm doing a yes. little uh, 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 scary imitation there. Yeah. Hey, David, let me oh, ask you real quick. Which, which area of Seattle do you live in, David? Uh, I live in, in, in West Seattle. West Seattle, okay. I know what the traffic light is like there nowadays. It keeps getting worse, apparently. I'm sorry to hear that. But hassle though it may be, there I would strongly encourage you to look online, certainly communicate with Jody Levon. That's the best. There, but there is down in Federal Way, if you want to go to bring your passport, but if you go down to Federal Way once a week and you can Google her name, Lou J. Free, just like, hey, I'm free, Lou J. Free, she runs a showcase once a week down in Federal Way. She is a fountain of metaphysical information, and she is very much attuned to the kinds of people who show up with abilities that they wish to nurture in a responsible and manageable way. So, David, you know which Google Lou. I'm sorry? Do you know which day that is? I've, I've heard of something uh, typically on, on Tuesday. Federal Way before. Typically on Tuesday in Federal Tuesday. Way. Okay, uh, Tuesday thanks. evenings, thanks. Federal Way. But Google Lou J. Free. Contact her. And she's got a website. She'll have an email. And tell her that you called Manson Mitchell and you were encouraged to get in touch with her and she can take it from there. I encourage you on this quest of yours. And I know that you can make it work to your benefit and for the benefit of those whom you know and love. So thank you, David, for touching base with us today. Thank you, David. Glad you thank called you. in. Good talking to you. Thanks. All right. A pleasure. Bye now. That's great. I always love it when, when a guy, but a Virgo guy, oh, Man, that's the best because we Virgos are so analytical that when we allow ourselves to be intuitive and open to the promptings of the other side of the spirit world, it's always exciting. We will not leave this hour without making sure that we get out Jody's website. If you have pen and paper handy, Jody, you have, I think, more than one website, but where would you like to direct people today? Theintuitivecoach.com. TheIntuitiveCoach.com, best place to reach Jody Levon. And from there, you can get all kinds of free things from her website. And go to Amazon, too. What are Uh your books, Jody? Give us the titles. So this is very strange, but you guys just cut in and out. So I do. I am the author of the Happy Medium book series, and you can get them in bookstores, and you can also get them on Amazon. Just look up Jody Levon, the Happy Medium. Yes. Boy, it sounds like uh, we're having some uh, transmission uh, difficulties. Jody Levon, L-I-V-O-N. Let's see if we can get to the other. 
Yeah, okay. we're we're having some well, intermittent. Are, hey can guys, you hear us? Yeah, hey guys, uh, we're having some intermittent transmission uh, yes, difficulties, but we've got Lily on the line and queued up, and so why don't we go to her and uh, we'll work on the rest of it. All right, so uh, Lily, you're oh, on the line good. with uh, Jody Levon. You got a question for her? Hello, is everybody here? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay, Jody. Really? Yeah. Is it just you? Is it just the two of us? <laughs> I don't know, but what is your question? <laughs> okay. Well, I just want to just, I, I guess, get some just your feeling. I guess feedback from you as a, a medium. I'm just, I don't have. I've had a lot of people pass um, in a short time in my life, and so I'm just, you know, reaching out to. Um, Ask, I mean, to see what's what's happening around me. Is that, I know it's big. Awesome question. Well, you've great energy, and you you are absolutely insightful. Uh, I don't know who the nurse around you is, but I feel like there is actually somebody around you that was in healthcare or is in healthcare, feels female, very nurse energy. Do you know who that person is yet? Well, I have a couple of people that are nurses um, that, yes. Okay, energy is around you. So oh, the cool thing on? about energy, it feels like they've passed on, but I also feel like you might know people that are con- are still in that health industry. But the energy I'm connecting with does feel like they're on the other side. A lot okay. of nurse, a lot of healing energy. I yes. feel like you do your own healing, that you say things to people just out of the blue that makes people feel better. Can you relate to this? Do you understand that? Like things come to you and you just say them and they make people feel better. I do say things. I wonder sometimes if I make them feel better or if I'm kind of shocking them a little bit. So I try to say it out of love, you know, basically. Well, so you know what you can do is you can ask your guides. You can ask those Mm -hmm. beautiful energies that are around us all that help us to help Mm -hmm. you filter that, to say, I don't want to say anything that would shock anybody, but I want to say positive and loving things to people that will make them feel their connection with their higher power and feel more empowered in general. And if yeah. you before you say anything, if you say I want it filtered through that, then that's a good thing. So I know as a medium, things come to me all of the time, and I have to be careful. I don't go to the grocery store and say things to people, <laughs> but I will tell you if I feel like the person behind me in line to check out is feeling really blue, and my energy is up enough that I can do this, I might turn around and say to them, boy, I really love your scarf, or what a cute baby you have, or something that's positive because it, the energy of it sparkles all around them and they get to keep it. So just yeah. remember, you can, say, okay. you can say things like that to people and help them be more sparkly because you have that sparkly energy. I also feel like you don't always know that you're talking, just like this other person that called, but you don't always know that when you're communicating with somebody from the other side that they can hear you. They can hear you. They don't have a box. So it's not like they can say to you, hey, I'm doing fine. I can smoke all the cigars here I want. But they can hear you and they can send you pictures. They can send you sensations. They can send you dreams. So just know that they are there listening. Is your dad on the other side? No, but what's interesting, Jody, is my dad um, right now is going something with heart. His heart, um, he's having some heart condition, problems with his heart. So that's a little bit, I'm, you know, I'm getting some feelings around that. I won't put it out there. But, yes, go ahead. I think we're on the same page. But he's not. Hey, no, he's still on so, the other side. I'm not saying he's going to cross, and I don't want to put that out there but, either. But, no, no you're you might. You're not. You're not. I don't want him to be afraid of anything. So talk mm-hmm. to him about that there's all this light on the other side. And when people are having health issues, 
Mm-hmm. So they obviously they think about crossing over, but they also can feel the energy of the people they love who have crossed mm-hmm. over helping them. So mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they're about to cross. It just right. means they're getting love from the other side. They're getting love from here, and they're a sandwich. So you can just explain to him if he's feeling the energy of people he loves that are on the other side. It doesn't necessarily mean he's crossing over. It means that they're there to help him. So that's a very empowering thing to say to anybody, and it's everybody listening should know that. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to cross. It, just, it, can, it can mean that they're just sending good energy. And obviously sometimes it does mean they're going to cross. I hope yeah, that helps. Then last time, I was a friend of mine who passed uh, away. He's on the other side. His lucky number is 22. And so that's one of the reasons I decided to call you today, because this is your 22nd time on the show. So that 22 is like a little message for me to reach out. Oh, I love that. That is so yeah. good. See, those signs yeah. are amazing. Those are the ways that we look for signs that mean something. That's yeah. great. You keep, keep tuning into stuff like that. That's great. That's numerology. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank you, and take care of yourself as well. Thank you, Lily. Thank you, Lily. That was, I apologize. We have a couple of people, two or three, we're not going to be able to get to. Let us know the next time we do this with Jody or another of our mediums, and we will put you at the top of the list. I promise. Just remind us, okay? There is a brief story illustrative of what we're talking about today, and it comes from Suzanne. We just have a quick minute here, Jody, and that is that Gary and I were sound asleep at 4.45 in the morning, and he first saw a blue light flashing in the bedroom, woke me up. I saw the blue light flashing. It was a bracelet, a tchotchke from the light Tampa Bay Lightning hockey game that they were giving out during the playoffs four years ago. That was the last time that it had been on, four years ago, and it was in a drawer which was partially opened and flashing in the bedroom. It's like it was strobing. A, strobe, a strobing blue light at 4.45 a.m. Hasn't been on in four years, and now it suddenly went on. And Gary and I were wondering, who could have been trying to contact us? So that's funny. So the first thing I thought of was Gary's dad, and I feel like he's got very intellectual energy. So I was thinking, would he have, would he have been tuned into sports? Would he have not? But that's the first energy that came through about that. Blue is very healing. And then also, your mom, Suzanne, was she a sports fan? Because I feel like they're arm wrestling over who did that. And I, your mom oh. really liked to be heard. <laughs> Oh, she would use different ways to be communicating. She was really smart, so she would do different things. I feel like Gary's dad was trying to say, hi, something's happening in sports that's really huge. And your mom was saying, yeah, I know that too. Here I am. And they're arm wrestling over who's, who, who did this. And I feel like both of their energy is responsible. But Gary's dad came to mind immediately, came to my intuitive mind immediately when you asked that question. That's amazing because this thing had not been turned on, had not functioned at all since the spring of 2015. And here it is at 4.45 in the morning the other night. Boom. And I'm going, well, somebody's trying to get through. You're right. So I love that kind of thing. People should look out for those. I guess that's why we brought it up at all. Pay attention to these things. They might not be as random as you suspect. Thank you so much, Jody Levon. What a dear. I'm so proud to call you our friend. We look forward to talking to you and hopefully seeing you sometime very soon. Thank you so much. I love you guys. And love you too, Jody. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Up next is Jupiter Rising 
with Eileen Grimes and Doug Johnston. Good times ahead and on join AM us. 1150. We'll be back next Friday, next 10 a.m. Friday. Pacific, for the next edition of Manson Mitchell. Until then, have a wonderful week, everybody. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.